Welcome to the Mental Endurance Podcast. I'm Vanessa Forster, and I teach you how to build mental endurance to match your physical endurance. The result? A breakthrough performance without buying that next fancy bike, training more, or even racing more. You can train your mind like you train your body. Stick around to find out how. Hey athletes, welcome to today's episode. As I sit here and record, we are getting some much needed snow here in Bozeman. The snow is just gently falling outside my window and it is absolutely beautiful. It is February, but you know what? Better late than never. Okay, I need to take a second to give a quick shout out to my athlete, Brittany, who joined us last week for the live mental endurance workshop. If you didn't get a chance to listen, make sure you go back. It is packed with some really good perspectives from her. And what stuck out to me the most when I was re-listening to it was how she described how she used to need to validate herself externally and how she's learned to do it internally. So, so good. Make sure to go back and listen to that. So this week, we're talking about feelings or emotions, whatever you want to call them. And I'm going to preface before we start, because if your gut reaction was something like, oh, this episode isn't for me, or I'd rather not talk about feelings, or this is too woo and I'm practical, I want to offer that this is not about the woo or getting out of touch with pragmatic. It's actually the opposite. It's about becoming more aware of what role your emotions play in your behavior. Your behavior doesn't just happen. It comes from the choices you make. And those choices are driven by how you feel, how you want to feel. Every choice that you make is driven by how you expect it will make you feel. The reason we do or don't do anything in our lives is based on how we expect to feel. Or said a different way, the reason that we go after goals is based on how we think will feel that feeling of accomplishing those goals. Most often our behavior is driven by a desire to feel better more often than not, to feel more positive emotion. And of course, this can be a good thing. If you've set a goal to say PR at your next race, and in order to get there, you've been doubling down on your run training. The motivation that's coming from the sense of accomplishment that you expect to feel when you hit that PR is what's getting you out of the bed in the morning or getting you to the track when it's cold, and making sure that you focus on nutrition and recovery too. Or maybe you have a friendly Zwift racing rivalry going on, and while you know the effort inside that Zwift race is going to be hard, each time you complete one, you gain more and more confidence in your capability. That desire to feel more confident, to gain more confidence, is getting you on that Zwift start line. Knowing this means that you can get curious about what drives you or what fuels you. So I was thinking about this this morning because I didn't want to get out of bed. Remember, it's snowy outside here and very cozy inside. But in looking at my swim, I knew that if I finished it and hit my intervals, I would feel really, really proud. And even if I didn't hit my intervals, I would still be proud that I didn't choose the easy quit of staying in bed. At that moment, when the alarm goes off or you get off work, the choice you're making is to feel a certain way in the future. 
But what else is at play is how you're feeling in that particular moment. So let me paint this picture for you. Say it's 5.30 p.m. and you get off work. It's been a full day, nothing out of the ordinary, but full nonetheless. You have a run on your training plan and the plan that you set this morning before you left for work was to get home, change, and get out the door by 6.15 p.m. And walking out of work, you're feeling pretty demotivated. It's getting dark and cold, and a run just doesn't sound super pleasant. You remind yourself it's early in the year, training hasn't quite ramped up yet, and then you remember your favorite show is on tonight. And if you don't run, you can catch it and you know, you'll know what all your friends are talking about in the group text. So you're feeling demotivated and looking to feel better. Remember, most of us want to feel more positive emotion more of the time. And your sneaky brain is offering an option to feel better in the form of skipping your run and watching your favorite show. But what's also happening is you're deciding that the emotion that you want to feel, that you'd rather feel, is some version of comfort. The comfort your brain is offering in that moment is a false positive because it goes against your goals and will leave you feeling pretty crappy later. You know that point after the show, when you're feeling disappointed for not running like you said you were going to. The comfort relief is fleeting. So the reason I want to paint this picture is to create an opportunity for awareness. So you see what's happening behind the scenes. Sometimes you think there is this pull that you can't control that keeps you from getting your training done. And what I want you to see is it's your brain, specifically your primitive brain, that's pulling you to comfort because that's what it's designed to do. Awareness allows you to see the choice and behavior for what it is with less judgment and less shame and as a vehicle to make choices more often based on how you want to feel that are more in line with your goals. The truth is you can feel demotivated and still run. Feeling demotivated is not a problem. In fact, it should be kind of expected at the level which we train because life and sport is 50-50. And I'm talking emotionally. You're going to feel positive emotion about 50% of the time. And you're going to feel negative emotion about 50% of the time. And when you make the 50% negative emotion a problem, that's when we want to seek the comfort to avoid feeling it. Your primitive brain equates feeling negative emotion to danger. So of course, you're going to, by default, seek comfort or a way to feel better. But what is also true is that we know, like 99.999% of the time, that after that run, you're gonna feel pretty accomplished and maybe even motivated for the next one. The point is not to feel positive emotion all of the time. Because we're humans, we have the ability to feel so many different ways because we're meant to. We're meant to feel all those emotions. The true human experience includes all of them. How lucky are we? When you try to escape the negative in favor of positive, you end up with a false positive experience and the negative emotion is just waiting for you on the other side. So what can you do instead? What do you do instead? What can you do instead of avoiding the negative emotion in favor of more positive? You can meet yourself where you're at. Honor how you feel in every moment. Sometimes happy, joyful, confident, 
and sometimes demotivated, lonely, or even overwhelmed. They are all part of this wild ride called life. The sooner that you can become more accepting of the wide variety of the emotions you're feeling, the more aware you become when you're experiencing them, and the less judgmental you are of yourself for feeling a little demotivated or overwhelmed. Meeting yourself where you're at means becoming more compassionate with yourself. Something I think we as athletes could really use a daily reminder of. Being compassionate makes us stronger emotionally and physically. So after you take this time to meet yourself where you're at, to honor what you're feeling, then and only then can you get to work using your feelings as fuel. If feelings are fuel, you might think that you want to be fueled by the best feelings all the time. While you may want that, as I've already touched on a few times, that's not realistic or sustainable. Think about it this way. When you race, are you feeling confident, inspired, optimistic the whole time? No. And if you want to change your relationship with negative emotion on the race course, you have to do it in training and life first. You get to decide to strive for what you want while recognizing that feeling crappy isn't a problem. And I'm using crappy as a catch-all for whatever negative emotion. It isn't a problem. You can feel demotivated and still run. You can feel tired and still swim. You can feel sad and still bike. When you do this, you show yourself that you're capable of showing up for your goals regardless of your emotional weather report. You become more responsible for every emotion that you're feeling. Now, caveat here. When you meet yourself where you're at and you feel more compassion for yourself, you know what you need in that moment. And sometimes that means taking a day off or skipping a session. You'll know the difference between making the decision to take the day off in support of yourself versus against yourself. There is a very big difference. So feelings get to be fuel. There is a quote from an author and a human behavior specialist that I love. Her name is Mavis Mazura. Um, she says, emotions can get in the way or get you on the way. Emotions can get in the way or get you on the way. Our emotions or feelings directly dictate our behavior or actions. Those actions create results. It's as simple as that. So if your emotions are getting in the way, they're keeping you from creating the results you want. Feelings are fuel because they are your power source. So go out into the world this week and feel. Pay attention to how you feel. Describe it the best way you can. Happy is not the same as inspired. Mad is not the same as frustrated. Be descriptive for yourself so that you can gain better awareness for how you feel in any given moment. And then meet yourself where you're at. Don't make any negative emotion a problem. You can decide the action you want to take from the emotion you're feeling. You can also decide to feel a different way, but make sure you're not simply wanting to escape the negative emotion. You are a human meant to feel all emotions and every single one of them teaches you something about yourself and can feel you and your goals. All right, that's it for this week. Meet you right here next week. This podcast is a production of Live Feisty Media. And if you enjoy it, make sure to hit that subscribe button and leave a review. When you like and subscribe, it helps more people find it. And if you want even more juicy, actionable tips to help you train your mind weekly, 
you better get on my email list. When you sign up, you'll get my 10 triathlon truths your conventional tri coach hasn't told you. So grab your copy and I'll drop other useful tips in your inbox weekly. Link is in the show notes.